Let's bring uh, Kentia Torres, our good friend from the Social Security Administration, into the program early this year. Hi, Kentia. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Thank you for having Social Security here today. I am very excited to bring in the information from Social Security, and it's always a pleasure to be here. Uh, we appreciate it as well, and I know our, our uh, listeners and viewers do too, because it's important uh, information, and it's something that affects everyone pretty much, really, right, from, from birth uh, through uh, their entire lives. Social Security is, is with them all the way. That is right. I mean, from when we are born in the hospitals with the Social Security cards uh, or coming into the country as a new uh, immigrant, uh, we have to get assigned a Social Security number all the way to where we start um, working or attending school till retirement if we don't become disabled between that time. So, yes, it is with us throughout our working life, our entire life, actually. Sure. And this is a particularly good time of year, um, I think, to, uh, to bring you in because it's tax season, right? And uh, folks That's have right. to consider their Social Security benefits when they're uh, fulfilling out their taxes. So what do we need to know about that? Correct. So we are in the middle of tax season, and I want to remind all the Social Security recipients about their benefit statements, or also known as the SSA 1099. Um, those who are receiving Social Security benefits, not SSI, I want to make sure that we don't confuse the two. SSI is a supplemental security income, which is a needs-based program. So we do not mail 1099 for those recipients. But if you are receiving Social Security, either disability or retirement, uh, at the beginning of the year, we send the benefit statement or 1099 for you to file your taxes with that. If you have not received your benefit statement or 1099, you're able to still obtain a copy if you've displaced it by creating a My Social Security account. You will have access to that information, which you can either print or request one to be sent to you so that you're able to file your taxes with that information. Now, this is also very helpful to those people who are not sure if they just started Social Security retirement benefits, if they want to withhold taxes. Um, I get that question a lot, like, do I need to withhold taxes from my Social Security? Well, what we always recommend is to contact the IRS and their tax professional because they will let you know um, how much to withhold uh, from your Social Security. There is a form that you can download on socialsecurity.gov called Voluntary Tax Withholding Form. W4V as a victor, and it's right online. You could download that form and you will let us know which percent you would like to like us to withhold, either a 7%, 10, 12, or 22%. Um, but when you call the IRS to protect your tax professional, let them know that you're going to start receiving Social Security or you're already receiving Social Security, and that in addition to that, you have other income. So if Social Security is the only income in the household, you don't really have to pay federal taxes. But if you have a combination of income, such as Social Security and wages, Social Security and self-employment, et cetera, you may have to pay federal taxes. And how much will depend on how much income there is and how you file your taxes. If you file single, marry, filing jointly, or marry, filing separate, and how much income there is. So again, because we're not in the business of tax preparation, we always recommend that you contact either the IRS or the tax professional so that you can get the best information. But whether you withhold taxes or not, we will send you a 1099 at the end of the year to let you know how much Social Security you received the prior year. And you, of course, may file your taxes and um, enter that information as Social Security income. Yeah, that's really important information um, for folks because so many people now continue to work even as they're collecting their benefits and they don't want to get uh, surprised at the end of the year with right. you know, a, big, a big tax bill, right? Correct. Correct. And, and we get that question all the time. And uh, what we always say is, you know, 
just double check with the um, prof professionals. But if you don't know if you should have taxes withheld, once you get that 1099 and you file your taxes, then you will be able to make it a more informed decision for the current and following years. So it's, it's a learning experience for a lot of people, but just know that that 1089, which a lot of people, believe me, are not aware, they get it, they put it away, they're like, oh, I wasn't supposed to file taxes with that. Well, now you know, and uh, it is an option, and you get to see if you are due any benefits. Even if you think Social Security is the only income in the household, we always recommend and, and, and check with the tax professional to see if there's any benefits due to you. Yeah. If you're not working, uh, Kentia, if Social Security is your only form of income, uh, do, you all, do you still have to file that 1099? You don't have to. It's okay. optional. But if you do, that is what you would bring in lieu of uh, W-4 or yeah. any other self-employment income. That's what you would present to uh, the, the income that you have. Okay. Would, and would you be responsible for, for paying taxes on that if, if that was your only source of income? Well, um, from what we understand, and again, this is not Social Security, it's IRS. If yeah. that is the only income in the household, then you wouldn't have to pay federal taxes. Okay. Um, but if you have, obviously, additional income, and what I've seen, too, in this economy, most people tend to have more than just that income. They yes. may have pensions, and, and they may have side jobs, or they start new businesses, et cetera. So it is really rare to see uh, an individual with just that one income. Uh, as we know, Social Security only replaces about 40% of our pre-retirement income. And so we usually tend to have other incomes in order to retire and live comfortable in retirement. Absolutely, yeah. You mentioned uh, you can do all of this online. What else can you do online when you're dealing with Social Security? Well, I'm glad you asked. There's a lot of different uh, transactions that we can conduct on Social Security. One of them is you're able to check your estimates, so benefits estimates which are really important, especially if you're planning to retire soon or you just want to see how the numbers are looking like. Every single year that you work, those benefit amounts are updated. Mm. Uh, you also, there is a benefit screener. So if you're not sure what kind of benefits you may be eligible for, it will ask you specific questions to let you know if you may be eligible for spouse's benefit, for example, or survivor's benefit for your own retirement. So that is great. A lot of people always ask me, well, how do I know what is my full retirement age? You actually can find that information right on socialsecurity.gov, free, easy to use. By creating a My Social Security account on socialsecurity.gov, you're also able to not only look at your benefit statement if you're receiving benefits, but also your earning statement, mm -hmm. which is very important. And we highly recommend that you look at that statement, even if you're not close to retirement age, if you're still working, to ensure that all your earnings are correct, right? We do not want to wait until you are about to retire to learn that you're missing wages, but also to ensure that the information is correct and nobody's working under your social security number and that everything looks good. But if you have an account, you are able to um, get an income letter if you're receiving benefits right online. You wouldn't have to call us or wait in the office for a while. Uh, you could also get a letter saying that you do not receive benefits. And this is important for those who may be applying for loans where some banks may actually request this information. But also if you're retired and you're planning to live outside of the country, you can opt to get direct deposit, you can change your telephone number, your bank account information, and also you can opt to get every single copy that we send to you at home, a copy of that into that account. So you could be anywhere in the world and we send you an email to let you know that we're trying to communicate with you. So there's a lot of uh, businesses that you can conduct with social security at your fingertips as long as you have internet service 24 hours a day. But one of the most popular ones is your social security replacement card. Yes. And yeah. as we are in the middle of tax season, there is a way for you to replace your social security card 
without ever having to speak to one of us or come into the office. Of course, we love to see you, but we know that you may need this uh, quickly. So there's uh, actually a social security card screener as well. And it's gonna ask you, are you a citizen? Do you know your social security number? And so many other questions. And you can literally apply for your social security card straight online. And it's gonna take about seven to 14 business days for you to receive your card. But also, if you're applying for your minor children, you may be able to start the application process. It's going to let you start that information. And if you need to uh, bring any information into the office, like original documents, it will let you know how many days you have to bring that in. And that also expedites the process because instead of having to come in without knowing which documents we need to see and having to come back another day, you will already have completed the application online and all you have to do is just provide that information. We go ahead and verify that we saw everything and process that request. So that is very hot right now. And a lot of people are applying for social security cards. So that is one of those benefits. But I also want to mention too, that you can actually get your Medicare card replacement right online. And that is one that we get asked all the time. Like, how do I, you know, I misplaced it or I mm -hmm. forgot it. That is another way for you to get your Medicare card. And one of the most popular feature is you're able to apply for social security, retirement, disability, and other benefits right online. And so it takes about 15 minutes to apply for Medicare and about a half an hour for social security retirement. And most people that have applied online, they tell me how um, easy it was and how much more comfortable it was because they didn't feel overwhelmed by getting bombarded with questions like sometimes they feel when they're on the phone or in person. So you're able to take in the time. You get a re-entry code where if you can't finish the application in one sitting, you can go back later on, get all your documents, let's say your DD-214 or that marriage certificate and feel confident about the information that you submitted to us. But also if you apply, let's say for disability benefits and that application is denied, you can actually file an appeal right online. Mm. Usually you will get 60 days and instead of having to wait a month or two to appeal, you could actually start that appeal right online. And when you apply online, you get an automatic uh, application tracker. So if you wanted to know what the status is, it will be almost like a lot of uh, pizza delivery services that <laughs> use a delivery tracker. You will be able to see the stage of the application. If you're missing any documentation or if we requested anything, it will let you know exactly what it is that we're waiting on. So there's a lot of nice features and a lot of things that you can do online. So conversely, Kintia, are there things that you cannot do online with Social Security? You know, when would somebody actually have to come into the office? Yeah, so for example, let's say if you're getting a social security number for the first time, okay. that would be something that you will have to, especially if you're migrating into the country for the first time that you have to come in. Uh, let's say somebody um, lost their social security card or their fraud, you know, you want to see that person to complete a fraud investigation and to obviously get the identification. Uh, there's some states that may not have a contract with social security yet to verify the IDs. And so when you do the um, screener, it will let you know if your state is one of those states that actually um, qualify or not to do it online. So some, those are uh, some of the special occasions where you may not be able to do it online. Uh, and of course, the screener will let you know if you're able to do it or not. But at the very least, even if you're not able to do it online, it would allow you to at least complete the paperwork so that you can have it completed right in the office and again expedite that process. Okay, now are you still, you still require uh, an appointment for an in-office visit or can you just uh, come at your own free will? Great question. So if you are going to ask, uh, let's say, how to replace my social security card, for example, or about social security estimates or what does windfall elimination provision mean? 
anything like that, yes, you can just walk in. We'll be happy to see you. But if you're planning to retire or apply for disability, which usually could take, you know, an hour or two, depending on how many doctors, hospitals, medications mm. you may have, that gets a little bit trickier. So we will always try to see you if we can. But at the very least, we'll answer all the questions that we can and then schedule an appointment either on the phone or in person mm -hmm. for another date where we have someone who's waiting for you. Because remember, when you walk in, we already have scheduled appointments for that day. But we always want to help you in every way that we can. And of course, come in if you need assistance with anything, even if it is to schedule an appointment. Okay, and I know there is an office right on Hancock Street in uh, downtown Quincy that's uh, very active, and uh, folks I've talked to have used it, have had a great experience there, um, and it's it's uh, one of the more active ones, I'm sure, in the greater Boston area. Oh, yeah, no, thank you for the good feedback. So they're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 4 p.m., but I just want to let you know that even if you are not able to say to go into the office, we do have a national 1-800 number that opens Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. So even after you leave work, you can also call and schedule an appointment or get a lot of these questions answered. And that number is 1-800-772-1213, 1-800-772-1213. And we'll be glad to help you. And even if you speak another language, we always have interpreters that we can call and assist. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to ask about uh, multi-language uh, availability, so that's good to know. Um, Cantina, can we talk a little bit about the, uh, the quote-unquote COLA uh, adjustment for 2024, the cost of living adjustment for Social Security? Yes, yeah, so about 71 million Americans have received COLA, which is a cost of living adjustment. And it was implemented, you know, as, at the beginning of the year, 3.2%. Wow. And the purpose of COLA is to ensure that Social Security benefits are not being eroded by inflation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the uh, Department of Labor Statistics and the Department of Labor, they look at all the inflation and all the numbers and they come up with this number to ensure that we're still able to purchase and live with these benefits. And so, yes, many Americans started receiving uh, SSI benefits with COLA included as of December 29 of 2023. And, you know, we, we had to check every year uh, mm -hmm. to see what the amount it is and you know uh, we are still paying that and it will be reflected on your 1099 when you get those statements at the end of the year as well okay and do you know does the does the cola adjustment cover any increase in medicare or uh, or is it kind of a, a wash if you will well it, the medicare did increase uh okay. it's 124 dollars per month and oh. it was less last year but there is assistance for those who may have low income and resources so especially if you are receiving our other program, the SSI, which is a supplement, uh, the state of Massachusetts may assist to pay for that Part B of Medicare, mm -hmm. and also there's assistance through the state to help you pay for the uh, prescription drug plan Part D. And so there is assistance if you aren't able to pay for that, but yes, that actually went up to 174. Okay. And depending if you have a higher income household, you may actually have to pay a little bit more for your Part B and Part D, in addition to the standard amount. Sure. Um, unfortunately, we are in the uh, the age of scams, Kentia, and uh, Social Security is not not immune. Un un unfortunately, what are some uh, some scams that you're watching out for, and you want people to be aware of? Well, the first one I want to recommend that you do not carry your Social Security card with you, your wallet, your purse, and your person. Most of the time, you will not really need it unless it's something specific, like if you're applying for a new employer with a new job or if you're signing up for insurance most of us tend to remember it but if you need to take it out for that we recommend that you leave that with the important documents at home uh, away 
uh, including your Medicare card. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that we changed the Medicare card from your social security number to a generic number, but we want to make sure that that information is safeguarded. So that's the first thing. Also, social security doesn't just randomly call you. Usually when we call you, it's because you contacted us a lot of time to either find out what the status is on your application or to ask us a question. So we're usually returning your phone call. So if somebody's just randomly calling you and telling you that your social security number is going to be suspended, that's a red flag. You want to make sure that you hang up and that you call us directly mm -hmm. at either that 1-800 number or your local social security office to see if someone from here is really trying to look for you. A lot of the times that is not true. We tend to send you a letter first. So if we're going to call you, we'll say, hey, Mr. So-and-so, Ms. So-and-so, we're going to be calling you in this date and we give you a time frame. So that's the other thing. Um, if you feel that it's a scam, please do not, do not continue with our, our call. Hang up and call us or come into the office. We, when we call you, we already know your social security number, so we will ask you other questions just to verify that you are who you say you are, but we shouldn't be asking you for your social security number because we are social security and we have that information. But, you know, we sometimes people are vulnerable and they may give their information. If that happens, uh, you can call us and report it, 1-800-772-1213. But the best way to report any scams or any information is by going on our website, socialsecurity.gov, and reporting it through the OIG department or also by calling your credit bureaus and blocking your credit. Um, and if you think that somebody is actually working under your social security number, which happens, make sure you come into the office and file a report so we can contact those employers and let them know that someone other than you is working under your social security number and we can, be, one, remove those wages from your uh, wage report and also to allow that employer to um, correct that situation that's happening. So yeah, making sure you, one, save your information at home, two, do not respond to anything that may seem concerning if you get a clear phone call, and three, report it to Social Security and contact your tax um, uh, bureau so you could block your credit. Kenzie, it's always great to talk to you and uh, get some great information out there. Really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, and I hope to see you next time. Thank yep, you guys. Yeah, well, hope to have you in the studio sometime. Thanks again. Thank you.